Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mantalk.ke. Thank you for joining us. Another week, uh, another hour of some fun, some laughter, and hopefully some knowledge. Uh, thank you for always following us, always sharing the content. And if you don't follow us on all platforms, please do. It will be linked below, uh, all the platforms that we're on, TikTok, Instagram, uh, YouTube, etc. all the podcast platforms. Share widely. That's how we grow as a channel. That's how we keep coming back every week. So thank you for doing it. And if you don't do it, please do it. Um, we're back in Kofisi, as you can see. By now, you should know the staple uh, bookshelf. Oscar's very excited. He's jittery. Because um, this is one of our favorite places in the week, in the week to come to. Um, and if you want to be part of the Kofisi community, uh, we have a link down below where you can register and become one of the members for yourself or for your business. You can get uh, the one where you can use the communal area. You can get an office space for a certain price. So Kofisi, thank you for giving us your resources and your um, your time and your and your area to shoot these episodes. And, your love. You. and, and your, your love. Always, and your love. Every season. I, I mean, we, th we love you guys. Yeah. And deep. you love us too. Yeah, you're consistent. Yeah, you're consistent. we're consistent. It's, yeah. a, it's a strong relationship. Yes, yeah, so I really yes, appreciate yes. you guys. So yeah, thank you guys. And strap in, because today, Mr. Kame is mm. uh, always our favourite episode of the season. We Another have amazing guests. Yeah. We deep dive into, into masculinity. We talk about stories. We say about, you know, therapy and how it's helping us. But sometimes mm. we just want to ask them some questions. Yeah. Sometimes we just, just want to know what yeah. you think about us, yeah. what we think about you. Exactly. I feel like it's a very, uh, it's called parasocial. Mm, there we go. Yes, it establishes mm. our parasocial relationships better. Mm, mm, so mm, mm, we're mm. very, very happy to be here, guys. And like, mm. well, there's a lot of vibes. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, this season's questions. My God. <laughs> you guys are nasty. Copious amounts. My goodness. I'm Yola, you know, Eli, are you single? Uh, <laughs> yes, again. Wow, we're back. Guys, it's yeah. 11 seasons. I'm still single. <laughs> oh, God. And even when I'm not single, I won't tell you. Yeah, I'm just being honest. I just, yeah, honest. you've been asked. I'm not, hey, I'm, yeah. It's like Oscar. We don't care if you're single or not. But hey. <laughs> Uh, thank you for asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodness oh, yeah. me, that's some really, Huge. really good ones. And today there's so many. If you look at the camera, there's like loads. But we're going to just randomly pick them. As we always say every season, we don't know what the questions are until we sit on set. Hence why we're looking now. Um, but I want Oscar to kick off this first question. Uh, I'm ready. Yeah, um, go ahead, buddy. I'll, I'll pick this one from uh, from a fantastic uh, Mantok fan. I believe her name is Alice. Mm -hmm. What puts you off when it comes to being on a date with someone? Oh, we're straight in. It's just that kind of episode what today. Puts, what puts you off? What's a turn off? Um, uh, I think I've said this a few times. Um, I think number one is how you interact with the staff in the establishment. Like off the bat, if you're rude or you ignore or you don't say thank you when they put something down, then for me, I'm like, yo, whoa. Like I like when somebody's kind, courteous and just has really good manners. Not to me, because I'm like, if you could do it to somebody else, then eventually you can sort of do it to me. Uh, that's on the more like, that's really my number one, because my number one thing is always kindness and how mm. people treat people. Not even just in a relationship, even with like buddies, etc. Like I get really disgusted when somebody doesn't show someone the courte courtesy they deserve. Um, and then on maybe like a more superficial level. Um, okay, you know, <laughs> you know that one. When a guy starts with the, on a more superficial level. <laughs> Cause that's what you want. Let me give you what you want. You came here for. I'm even drinking this I'm water. I'm shouting, very sorry. I'm shouting. Um, on a more superficial level, um, if I've got something in my teeth, mm. tell me. The one of the worst things I've like I've been chatting to uh, a lovely individual, and then I go to the bathroom maybe in between mm. in between the 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 dinner, and I go and I'm like the whole time there was. So, so you don't care about how I look. Um, so that's that for me. But what if she's trying to be polite, Eli? That's not polite. I think that's more insulting. I, I feel like if I've got something... <laughs> that she expects something <laughs> like, in your yeah, teeth. Yeah, mm. like, come on now. Okay. Um, 
yeah, I think that's probably the main things. I know, I know what people want, but I don't know. I don't know if I actually want to give it to them. I don't know. Mm. So this, I think that's what I'll, that, those are the two I'll say. They're very safe, uh, but I want to throw it back to you like a slingshot. Um, mm. What's something that turns you off on a date? One. Uh, Make a dream come true. Okay. <laughs> Seeing on a date is definitely encouraged. Uh, I encourage you to, uh, you know, throw out mm. Uh, mm. your latest music. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> um, um, for me, it's, I really like I this happened recently actually. I really get turned off by someone who's like not listening to you and like they they're on their phone constantly. Mm-hmm. You know, have you ever experienced like I had that experience once and I was just totally disgusted. I just because like I've set time aside yeah to be yeah present mm. um in the moment with this person and I am also a very busy person. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I have incentives. Mm. I can Post on mm. Instagram. Yeah. I, if in fact if I do, yeah. I gain more followers. The podcast gains more followers. Yes. There's a real relationship, yes. a financial yes. relationship <laughs> between me yeah. and the posting. Yeah. yeah, but I ignore that. I hear that. I, I sacrifice that. that for us. Mm. Um, and yet here and, you are. And yet here you are. Snapchatting. I mean, mm. continuing to provide Safaricom. Yes. Other service providers. <laughs> and other service providers, network yeah. providers, uh, yeah. with their coins. Mm. And I'm like, gee, we we set time aside for each mm. other to kind of meet and yeah explore each other's minds and perspectives and i feel like when that's that kind of contract in my head is violated i just feel mm. like so like man said contract yeah it's, it's, it's a contract. contract it's a contract do you baby. feel like sometimes yeah. like, when, when that happens is another one and when like they're waiting when you're having a conversation with them yeah. and they've been on the phone so they haven't even listened to what you're saying yeah and then now to kind of catch up they're just waiting to like when they're waiting to speak rather than listen to what you're saying. Have you oh, had that? Where you're like, you're talking to someone, it's like, I feel like, yes, yeah, and you, you've thought of something in my first sentence yeah. and everything else I've said is is invalid yeah. because you're waiting to answer that first thing yeah. with something to like counter it. Even not even an argument, like to be like, oh, that happened to me. But it's like, you've not listened to Yeah, the, the like there's no the, context to the story. It's it's yeah. more, you're speaking not to contribute, but you're speaking to speak. Ex- oh, yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, 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 that's on the same mean. level as a uh, courtesy for the waiter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me, for me, it's just that whole phone thing. Yeah, mm. I think that thing really like puts me off because like, you know, like even when me and you or me and other people who are like in, in content mm. are having conversations, you mm. notice everyone's phone is aside. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You notice yeah. it. But then... People who are not in content somehow yeah. are the yeah. ones who are posting. It's yeah. I heard somebody saying that once, like the the very clear message someone says, even if you put your phone upside down on the table, is that I'm present with you, but if something more important comes up here, yeah, then this is now my priority. Exactly. So I try to keep my phone in my pocket as far away as, as, much as possible. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. that's the first one. And yeah. then the second one is um I think I'm with you. Don't yell at the waiters. Yeah. God, don't. Yeah. Even you know, have you met those people who, and I get it, there's some people who definitely, that's their relationship with hotels and mm. hospitality, but like, start like saying how, excuse me, this isn't, unless it's like something crazy. <sighs> yeah. Unless it's a, we don't say it, but like, I feel I like, hate when people unless it's something crazy. Yeah. Like, unless yeah. it's like, yo, the meat was undercooked. It's like, no, no, no. But if, even if that's happened, don't make a huge issue about it. Mm-hmm. I need yeah. your manager. Yeah. At that time, you're in the middle of a date. So yeah. I'm like, listen. Nah. nah. Uh, I'm not, I, I you know, mm. Um, mm. Well, I didn't bring my mom. 
<laughs> you get what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I didn't bring yeah, my yeah, mom on a date. Like, I've brought. Have you had those overt ones then? You yeah. You had overt. Oh, I've never had overt. I've just had I've small had, ones. I've had like a. I had one that was like, and then mm. you know, to this person, it was like, there's nothing wrong because this mm, is their relationship they... with mm. hospitality. This yeah. is their relationship with mm. hospitality management, and mm. yes, you do. You're in within your rights mm. because you're paying for the food to ask for better quality services. But there's a way to do it, yeah. but like, mm, I don't know. It's just, mm, mm. it's very. It's a very uncomfortable thing to see someone confront someone else uh, and there's a power dynamic mm. um, and you not being cognizant of that just tells me. Yeah, this is your approach to life. Yeah, any level of power. yeah I hear that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, and also obviously means the reverse is true. If you're polite, it's like, oh, so it's, it, no, it, it swings around. Who likes a kind woman more than us? Hallelujah. Yeah. Well, uh, wait, wait, before we move. Oh, what's, what's your, what are the things you like to see in a date? The things you encourage? And how do you know that that's a good date? Okay, this, this, okay, okay. Number one, and it's kind, of, it's kind of, like I say, it's kind of the reverse of the other one. When somebody asks, like, interesting questions, like, that actually, I can tell that you care about the question you're asking. Mm. And then when I, when I'm given the response, you're, like, actually invested in the answer till the end. That's a really big thing for me. And another one, which I love, and I've said this on the Instagram Live, there's nothing more attractive than when somebody lights up talking about something they love. Oh yeah. Like when I ask you something and the response you're giving me, I can see there's so much passion. Even if you talk about how you like to groom dogs, like I groom dogs and I say, so tell me a bit about, about dog grooming. They go, oh my God, I don't even know where to start. So then we had this one puppy and then they did it. And it's just the face on it. And the owner was so happy. Like, and they just, they keep going, they keep going. And they, 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 they light up. That for me is one of the best things because then I can be so invested in you as a person. And I can share that excitement. And, I, and, and normally there's a parallel to what lights someone up, the kind of character. So if they're lighting up about something like a service they provide someone, I'm like, that person really likes to, you know, yeah. give value. If they're lighting up about, I made profit and I traveled here and I did this, I'm like, they like experiences. So it's very telling when you showcase your character through um, describing what you love. So for yeah. me, that's huge. That's a massive thing for me. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I'll yeah. give you one, right? Mm -hmm. I really like someone who's like comfortable in their oh. space because I usually take a lot of time. Like I usually like to take some time before I even ask someone out on a date or before I go for a date myself to put myself in an environment that I am extremely comfortable in and mm. to put that person in an environment that they should be extremely comfortable in. Like mm. it has an interest or, yeah, yeah. and the reward for me is seeing that person kind of play a, around with that environment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. if you've taken someone to an art gallery and then mm. you just see like their eyes are just busy. Oh my <laughs> God, that's mm -hmm. a beautiful painting. I saw this, this, that. Yeah, there we go. Guys, you're taking girls to art galleries. Yeah, listen, Goodness I'm busy, boy. Busy. Yeah. Hey, come on, man, talk to me a few things. Think I'm here interviewing ladies for uh, nothing. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay, uh, I think you did the last one, right? Yeah, I did. Um, <sighs> uh, yeah, that art gallery one worked. Yeah. Fantastically. Really? Wow. We'll have to ask you about that. Yeah, uh, you should. Uh, in detail. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. Are you having a meet and greet? Fit quick fire? We're having a meeting for you, I think we're doing something better. I think we're doing a live show, aren't we? Hello, there he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something yeah. cheeky. Another quick fire one. Uh, I want to get into a quick fire. Okay, if you wanted to have a super fun and chaotic night with which friend? If you wanted to have a super fun and chaotic night, which friend would you invite? Victor. Victor. <laughs> Moving on. When are you coming to Rwanda? I just, we, were just, we were close. Uh -huh. We were close. Didn't work out, but we're replanning. We're it. replanning. Okay, now one that we can really spend some time on. Um, Oh, okay. Oscar Comer. Mm. This is a very uh, touchy one. Mm. 
Um, and I want to give I want some justification, mm. right? Um, do you agree with the narrative that a woman's place is in the kitchen? No. There we go. Tell them why in 2022. Uh, because in 2022, we encourage women to take on um, other roles other than those in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Whereas there is merit to mm. the fact that uh, a woman should be a homemaker and mm. should also contribute positively to their home. Mm. I think gender roles now have become slightly different and mm-hmm. everyone should contribute positively to their home. It's not someone's role is not just confined to the kitchen, but yeah. to other things. Yeah. Women can do more than cook. They can make us happy in different ways. They're women, doctors, lawyers, all these different things. So mm-hmm. I think that's a very archaic mm. primitive yes, yes, um, yes. way to look at society. Mm. And I think that we all have different ways to reach our potential outside of people's other sociological beliefs. Mm, mm. Shall we move on? That from? was a very succinct answer. Fantastic uh, stuff. Fantastic excellent. Stuff. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the interest of time, sir. Yeah, I oh, will try to, because we have so many. I want to just like... Yeah. Um, what is your intake on issues regarding the boy child in our modern day society? <clears throat> the issue with the boy child. Um, is there an issue, first of all? 100%. 100%. I've, I've definitely seen it. Um, and we actually had an episode, I don't know if it's gone out yet, where we were just trying to discuss... The difference that I've seen when it comes to hiring, working with um, males, the young males. Perfect example. I gave examples of Instamark. I'll give examples to another business that um, I run, right, with the family. We have had, we have two branches in this business. We really tried to hire um, equal genders, right? Mm. And what we found is that in one shop, um, in the Nairobi, Nairobi shop we have, we've hired so many men and there's been such a high turnover in the same time, we've had about five guys in uh, in the in the Nairobi branch. We've had one lady that stayed the whole time in the Nairobi branch, just because of the competence, the consistency, the turning up, and realizing that my performance equates to how this business does, which is what pays my salary. What I found in the in the in my in my in the other branch is that there's there's a kind of attitude of like, well, I gotta get paid either way. If I'm not gonna take an extra go an extra mile uh, for this company, and all of them. Uh, I don't know, there was, there's sort of like, okay, I don't know if this is the case, but I heard somebody saying once, and I, I can see how this, there's a parallel here, that a lot of the time when when boys grow up, right, they're actually affirmed way more than ladies. Yeah. Like they're kind of told, you, there's kind of like a, you deserve, you deserve this. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's kind of like your mom will be like, oh yeah, you, you can get this or you deserve to be the best. But like maybe with ladies, they're not kind of given that affirmation mm-hmm. more. And they kind of go with their with their friends, and their friends affirm them. But I think a lot of the time, when guys are growing up, they kind of they feel like they deserve uh, success. So what I've seen, not even success, they just deserve things. They deserve their position that they're in. Whereas ladies kind of feel like they have to earn it more sometimes. So what I've seen is that in this branch, for example, for instance, three out of maybe five of the employees that are men that we've had to let go mm. is because they've taken. I don't want to get into the businesses, but they've taken items, mm. used it for themselves. Oh my god. And then act and pretended like we wouldn't know. And then when we asked them, why on earth would you use that? They're like, they, they were like, oh, but we still returned it to the shop at the end of the day. Like that kind of entitlement, like I can, it's not my money, it's not my item, but I can just use it mm. and return it. And now it's not sort of a brand new good. It's something, I, and three out of five, that's a high number. And the same uh, response afterwards. So what, 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 what's your interpretation of the issue? Entitlement. That entitlement of like, I can use the time you've paid me. Like there's a salary, right? You're booked from this time to this time. If there's a, if there's a window where I know like maybe the customers are slow, I'll lock the shop and I'll go and try and make extra money, do other, other things on the company time using the company's resource. 
And that's mm. happened three out of five times. So like that at times went like, oh, you'll pay me then. No, I understand from your yeah. perspective as a business owner, mm. it can be upsetting. Mm. But if we're looking at it like from a sociological perspective from our side, explaining the crisis, doesn't it mean that these men have a certain pressure to provide that no one else, um, that I feel like there's a certain pressure to provide that perhaps I don't know the reality of, the economic reality of this lady you work with, but that pressure to provide might have given them that. And this is obviously no justification towards their behavior. But if you're focusing the issue on a crisis among men, don't you think that that pressure to kind of provide for their families and to kind of do a little bit of extra might be what has kind of pushed them to that decision, mm. as well as a lack of integrity? Mm. For me, what I saw mm. is the attitude that I deserve more uh, and I'm going to take more. Okay regardless of if there's a moral consequence because the lady has actually more dependence than this man has but for her she's like if i go and i do well and i go to my, and i can organize my salary this this makes sense to me i'm working and i'm getting what i deserve for what i work these guys you're not working as hard as she is and then on top of that you're going and using company resource and time to make extra money because you think you deserve it and mm. you don't think that this business deserves all of your efforts, but you still deserve, expect the same reward at the end of the month. That. So that's that's what I've seen. These are young guys. Some of them were single. Oh, okay. So, and we were giving them housing and everything. So their expenses were minimal, right? So like, that's the, the clear difference I saw. This lady has more dependence. She takes it more seriously. She sees the long game. Yeah. This person's invested in me. Let me now return and, and, and make the company do better. So that kind that. of, that kind of entitlement, I've seen it so many times, so yeah. many times um, just in the business. So, um, did we deviate from the question? But yeah, that's yeah. that's what I've seen in terms the, of, in terms of men the boy and women. Crisis. Yeah. yeah, the boy crisis, that's what I've seen. I think there's a book called The Boy Crisis itself. Uh, but I was Googling it, sorry, in the middle of um, your narration um, about, uh, it's a book called Boy Crisis by Warren Farrell. And he's, mm. an, uh, he's an American doctor. And obviously, um, I always kind of look at the author before I kind of make a conclusion about the book. Um, I've, I've spent some time with that literature and it's very clear um, that society as it is today has kind of really um, is kind of causing a negative impact on the development of young men and boys. Um, a very good example that he used was um, a significant percentage of suicide bombers in America. Mm. And no, not um, suicide bombers, what's it? School shootings. Uh, mm. These uh, young men who were engaged in school shootings uh, and school um, kind of killings there. And that's been something that's been, been a huge problem there. Even mm. even here in Africa, we've heard about that. Mm. Um, come from young men with no kind of father figures in their lives mm -hmm. and who do not have an understanding of how to establish healthy relationships with women as well and with other human beings. Mm. And like, you know, stories like that, the fact that like less men are going to school and getting education, mm. um, more men are dropping out of school, more men are in jail, um, and there seems to be kind of a culture of undermining masculinity that's mm. been kind of ac somehow become acceptable in society today has more, is causing more harm than good. Mm. And his arguments are very valid. I can't obviously quote the whole book here on set, but then I honestly think that there is a problem and we cannot continue to kind of emasculate men and put men down and expect that there will be no social backlash mm. because there will be consequences. Mm. And mm. in many ways we're seeing it, right? Um, uh, uh, a family member told me women are becoming the men they want to marry. 
mm. right? Mm. Like they they've looked around and they can't find. And then the men who have somehow succeeded in this um, kind of difficult system are now leaning towards hypergamma situations mm. where they they want to kind of exert mm. that influence that they've gotten because mm. it was very hard to earn. Mm. And slowly by slowly, society is beginning to degrade. Mm. Um, so like, I, I honestly believe that um, as young men, we should strive, we should be conscious of the fact that, you know, a lot of people don't really want to see men succeed out here. Mm. It's not like a lie. Like mm. Mm. some people genuinely don't want to see young men succeed, um, especially African men and people of color. We're even more prone to such different types of hatred. Mm. Um, and different types of social biases. So I do agree that there is a boy crisis. And I think Mantok is kind of our approach to kind of building a bridge that oh. can, you know, allow people to sit down and have conversations with us and have that civil debate oh. around how we can elevate each other to another level in society. Because it's a problem. It's a problem. And Mantok.ke itself is a reaction to that problem. Oh. Do you think... Um I have an argument, right? Mm. Do you think, so if, we, if we're equating success as like uh, how much revenue you make, because mm. everyone has different mm. definitions mm. of success, mm. how much revenue you make, the kind of position you hold in a company, mm. um, where you, you stand influence. in society mm. uh, and just how your lifestyle is day to day. Yeah. If we think about the society we've created, right? Mm. I think to thrive in that, sometimes I don't think it's actually to do with your gender, but I think there's multiple variants yeah. that you need to exhibit to thrive in this kind of environment, right? Yeah. But what I think I've seen is that a lot of the time, there's a percentage of men that yes, exhibit these uh, these traits and they've exceeded. But however, there's a, more, there's a majority of men that actually don't have those traits and actually suffer because of the small percentage that have dictated that these traits equate to success like in terms of monetary. Do but, they suffer because... Or is it a consequence of, is, are we saying they are the cause? Is that what we're saying? Are we saying? I'm saying that systems have been designed by specific people that have specific traits. Mm. And these, because they've designed the system, their traits are going to be more favorable. Okay, of course. Yeah. yeah. I, I understand so, where you're taking yeah, it. Yeah. So then, then it argues that is gender just one of them? Because, okay, let's put an example, right? Say uh, one of the traits you, traits you need is like uh, resilience and time, like a lot of time spent on a certain career path. Mm, we discussed persistence. It, yeah, persistence in a certain career path over a certain period of time. And then we had this discussion in, an, in another episode where if the period of time that, that you require to get successful at a certain thing, say to learn and to go to school and then get a job and succeed in a certain career, means you need to work until you're 35, mm. right? And that structure was put in place by guys that wrote the academia, that you know made these company rules, policies, et cetera. Mm. Um, and they've said you need to spend at least like 10 years. To be a doctor, you need to spend like seven years, right? Yeah, to be a lawyer, you need to spend like six. Yeah, to spend like six years, you need to, you need to, to be a successful lawyer. But then you finish school at a certain time. Mm. Now, the environment that you've now created and the system you created is going to benefit a young man right mm -hmm. that has the the access to and also okay let's i can only give the uk example even in the uk right mm. for you to get to a certain school you have mm. to live in a certain area, area. yeah mm -hmm. so from the jump this is why i'm saying it's tailored to certain people so if you're uh living in a certain area where it's slightly affluent you're going to get access to certain schools and certain teachers mm -hmm. who also only live in certain areas mm -hmm. to teach at the highest level mm -hmm. right so then your path is set there from the jump then now fast forward because of that like uh, piggyback you know end up at a better university 
And then because of that as well, you can spend those seven years studying because you don't have dependence. Your family doesn't depend on you. Mm. However, now if you're, this is now one type of man that's going to thrive in this environment that's been created. Now you have another man that lives in a, in a very bad area. Might be very smart, lives in a bad area. So the schools he accesses and the mm. teachers that teach in the schools. There's no structure. Yeah, they're not, they're, he's not going to get the same benefit, which means his grades, his UCAS points, et cetera, don't get him to the same unis. Mm-hmm. And even if he gets to that university, he can't spend seven years because when he gets to university, there's the black tax. There's the there's the tax of your environment where, okay, you've now left the environment, you have dependence yeah, you before to, you even mm, graduate, mm, right? Mm. So that's like another, another added stress. Then fast forward, imagine you're a lady from the second uh, environment I described. Even if you wanted to spend the seven years, you now have that weird decision, okay, do I choose family or career? Mm-hmm. Because at a certain age in my life, I'm mm-hmm. not going to be able to have yeah. kids. Whereas this other guy that's come from his families can take the seven years, can thrive, then have kids whenever he, when he's later. So my point is, not only gender is an issue, like with now the seven years, because literally reproduction, the seven years for this young guy, he can't spend because he's come from that kind of social environment. I completely understand. That was, that's uh, my point. Yeah, I completely understand, right? But uh, but what I see is society isn't pathetic enough to the fact that this ma- majority of the men come back from mm. an environment that's not enabling like what you've said. Exactly, yeah. Right? And the worst thing about it is I feel like men are much more realistic about their expectations and mm. where they're going to go. So you'll mm. find that unless you're an exception, exceptional and pers- exceptional man, mm. you'll find that if you're born without these things being in place, right? Mm. It takes a lot for mm. you to succeed as well, right? Mm. And mm. the world has kind of put this focus on this 1% of men as being all men. Mm. And mm. these general conversations mm. tend to punish a lot mm. the man who's average, mm. the 99%, right? Mm. Mm. And this is why you're seeing a lot of resentment from online, mm. a lot of anger and resentment from men online because Dude, there's a reason why certain content goes viral. It's mm. not like an accident and mm. it's not happening once or twice or thrice. It's mm. four, five, six, seven different characters have created mm. this, uh, used social media and this created this incredible echo chamber mm. of reinforcing, of like, you know, co- going, feeding directly into the minds of these aggrieved people. And mm. that pain manifests with mm. the virality of this content. Mm. And for me, what me I'm saying is that there will be a consequence. That's what I'm saying, Eli. Because you see the 1% who are like the one who, the men who you've stated, and because that's who I want to focus on, I want to put this light on the boy crisis. Um, The 1% who you've stated who've kind of reached, who've been put in the right environments and were intelligent enough to succeed and have kind of gone up the hierarchies that have been set, right? Um, They will continue to live a lifestyles that are unrealistic and push an unrealistic narrative. Mm. And the people who endorse that narrative will continue to fall into those traps Mm. that negatively affect the 99% and create all types of social consequences. Mm. Yeah, no, I I completely think we're agreeing because also I'm saying the fact is gender is one of Of the the, many issues issues that don't serve the majority of society. And then now you're saying that now there's the added pressure mm. when you're a guy and you live in that society, but you look like the 1%, mm. you would want what they got, but you don't have but the you same, don't have you don't the have same seven years. structure. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. society continues to put you put down, you down. Yeah. because of things that are completely outside of your mm. control. And then you're demonized and you look at the ladies as the enemy. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. you start hearing things like, uh, for us as men, we have to move one step at a time, mm. but 
a woman if she's beautiful yeah. she sweeps across the board she's in the same mm. yacht in Miami with mm. a rich guy mm. and you as the guy who's like average for you to get to that same yacht you have to mm. do so many things you have to know somebody mm. work hard provide real value mm. you see so it creates this counter active mm. narrative between the genders and it cre- not not genders between genders um between the sexes um as many and as diverse as they are and men and women seem to be in this place where there's a constant fight right and then there's also the fact that there's ambiguity around what consists of a man what consists of a woman what is gender the gender mm. question itself has become ambiguous mm. so you see there's so many identity yeah. issues social issues anthropological issues all these issues like are playing out for us here in the here and now as human beings begin to ask themselves what are we and mm. what should we identify as and in mm. the end if we don't all come together and preach unity as a race mm. then the consequences trust me will be unpredictable and painful mm. and mm. that's like that's why i think there's a legitimate boy crisis mm. that there's a lot of men who feel misunderstood and represented and mm. there's a lot of people taking advantage of that fact mm. by creating um debates that are not necessarily helpful and there are people who are saying this is a problem mm. right and who have gone to school like we always say Jordan Peterson is one of them this is a problem he mm. always says like this mm. is a problem mm. we don't know what the real repercussions will look like mm. but so help me god i'm yet to see someone do something and not get punished heavily for it mm. which i also am a believer of like as a society we need to start asking ourselves like how do we bring everyone on board and as mm. much as it's been historical injustices and we must all acknowledge this how do we solve the problem mm. rather than continue to create divisions mm. Mm. yeah mm. no agreed agreed i think yeah the com- the common problem is not is not looking at different genders and fighting against each other that's it's not, not that's, that's it's not, not the answer the yeah. is from. um so i want to move, yeah wow that got we really yeah, yeah. i just realized yeah but it's necessary necessary, necessary. Yeah. uh no i asked the last one didn't i yeah did did you i asked the oh, no, you asked the last yeah. one okay 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 uh <laughs> someone said It's sad that you can't cook but I love you anyway. That's not listen, a question, that's a statement. Listen, evidence, go watch Miss Mandy's channel. Uh-huh. We'll put the link here because y'all y'all must have forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Philly cheese steak with sweet potato fries. My Don't goodness me. me. My on. goodness me. Uh Oscar Kome, what mm. is your love language, buddy? Uh physical touch, words of affirmation and acts of service. Interesting. Interesting. I am daddy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I my I think mine mine's quality time and acts of service for sure. Yeah. Those are my top two. Top two. Yeah. Acts of, words of affirmation and yeah, acts of service like that. Mm. Just mm. I'll be good. Yeah. Time I don't need too much. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um uh, go. How would your finances change in your future marriages if your wife's made more than you? Ooh, that's, that's a good, good question. question. That's a good question. Yo, question. G, do you think you have the the e- e- do you think your ego can take it give me an apron what's up <laughs> into the kitchen Ooh. grill some meat yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not a pr- I, i don't yeah i don't have uh, that I, i pray for many things but that is a test i do not pray for like <laughs> her earning more yeah. or just oh, my, my god i don't you know that's the thing like i wish we could sit here and say as men it's not something that can bother you mm. but mm. i i feel like where um it takes a very 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 high level of self awareness and maturity to actually be able to and a lot of guys sit down and say oh my god you know for me i could but then i've i've seen a divorce i've seen divorces happen mm. and a lot of the reasons why they happen is mm. financial yeah. a lot of the reasons why divorces happen mm. are for financial and somebody for a lot of financial reasons either one person is making more than the other 
or someone's going through a rough patch and there's no compassion mm. or um someone just isn't like able to pull their weight in a relationship and someone kind of had um expectations um as to what their life would look like and I've uh, and you know in my young legal career I've seen that that is one of the principal causes of divorce my guy mm. Mm. um so personally I don't want to sit here and assume because I've never been put to the test like that I don't want to sit down and assume that I'd be okay um I honestly don't know um but I pray that I'll be able to reach a place of I'll be able to do it when that time is right because I I do know that you know life has its ups and downs and I hope that I'll be able to manage it but mm. legit it's not a test and pray on my really? on my enemies interesting <laughs> not interesting. even on my enemies like interesting. yeah cuz like bro mm. like at the end of the day we, we won't I won't sit down here and lie and say oh my god I'm not trying enough to do it but like I've not had that test had mm. but I've seen people can get really unpredictable even friends mm. people get really unpredictable when you're broke Mm. when mm. you have nothing people get really unpredictable yeah human beings are you know unpredictable as hell you might sit down and think um you want to say like you know me as a guy um you know i'm able to um you know deal this this with his name's uh, andrew i hope <laughs> <laughs> i'm able to deal with it yeah. even if she's making more than me blah, blah, blah. Mm. hey trust me my guy that's not a test you want to go through Mm, yeah mm. unless you really like this is where relationships really should be based on other things not financial success or uh, yeah financial it should be based on your your relationship i don't know yeah. but like okay i yeah. think um that's fair that's fair i think i'm slightly I'm slightly of a different thought uh, school of thought right yeah i sometimes i don't think it's really to do with how much someone's making i think it's to do with like the gap in in what you're doing yeah right so like this is what okay example i would have a massive problem if i am making a lot of money and my partner is making zero because already that power dynamic is not okay mm. and then i feel like one of the most empowering things you can do as a human being is to have your own source of revenue right because yeah. literally one form of abuse that we see in very uh, archaic cultures is financial abuse where the woman no. does not have any yeah. access and doesn't have any uh, autonomy yeah. in terms of what she does she can't get up and go because everything is linked to that so i have a problem with that side yeah right? economic abuse is a form yeah, of yeah exactly yeah. yeah so like there's that side of the of the coin right the happy medium uh, and i'll actually talk to my mentor about this is when yes if you're making a lot of money the happy medium is your wife is also making a lot of money and at that point it even benefits your relationship because imagine if you know one person's schedule is insane and the other person is not that is a yeah. dynamic that's just not I agree, healthy like, I right? agree but yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. the question that's no, been I know, asked. I know, I know, but this is this is the thing because it's yeah. linked to earning okay. it's linked to earning okay so for for example like um yeah. be quite so my mentor was basically saying that because uh, I was asking him oh I recently I know that your your wife was going for doing this test for like to become a director etc etc and he was like yeah it went really well and she got it and then I was like wow and he was like yeah at this point yeah. now it's maybe for a long period of time yes I was earning more but now we're here and that's not a bad thing because I'm also earning yeah. uh, insane amounts of money so at that point your relationship is so healthy because there's something to talk about ah, yeah. right there's something to talk yeah. about now on the flip side this is where my extremes goes right okay on the flip side if now we get to that level and she starts earning more than me i'm more than okay if i'm also earning a lot of money where the problem would be is if i'm earning zero 
and if she's earning a lot. But then I say it's the same energy the other way around. Yeah. So I think it's to do with the gap in how much you're earning because that really dictates your Monday to Friday lifestyle, what you can, can contribute to a conversation. When you go to a room, people pretend this is superficial, but when you go to an event, you go to a room, you go with your peers and you're talking about, oh, how's life? Yeah. If we're at a dinner table and everyone there is like, oh, I was just doing this, not, not as a flex, but normally you, hang around, yeah. you hang around with people that are doing the similar things to you. So if your friends are saying, oh, I'm doing, I'm, oh, I'm doing this, oh, I'm doing this, oh, I'm doing this. And then his wife saying, oh, I'm doing this, oh, I'm doing this, oh, I'm doing this. Then they ask, oh, uh, how about you guys? I'm like, oh yeah, I've just done this amazing deal here. We're going to here next month. And they're like, oh, and how about you? Yeah, I did Pilates and it was, you know, like that's not, we're not living similar lives. Yeah. Like you can't just be Monday to Friday, Pilates, yoga, et cetera, et cetera. You're not really, you're just at home. That's not, that's not, I don't think that's a life. I, I get I it, I get it. But like, don't you always account for, cause bro, like um, I'll, I'll give you a particular issue I saw, man, like, there's this very successful man who yeah. uh, was making a killing. Um, his wife was also a very successful. Yeah. Uh, in fact, she was into architecture. Yeah. And this guy was uh, a property developer as well. Um, and one of the kind of deals that he was gotten into really required him to invest a lot in terms of like capital. Yeah. And it fell through. So now we're going somewhere. Yeah. Uh -huh. So like uh -huh. he lost a ton of what yeah. he was making. And I remember in that specific instance, um, he literally had it all. And then suddenly he was reduced to almost nothing, mm. right? Mm. Now, you and I both know that in business there's ups and downs, right? And there's unpredictability. It's not that the quality of the man has gone down, mm. but in this particular stage in his life, right? Um, he's he's not worth as much as if he put his ego in his wealth. Mm. He's And I'd, I'd love to sit down and say that men don't put their ego in their wealth because the truth is, bro, when you're making bread, you're way more everyone confident. Does, yeah, yeah. Everyone does, yeah. Um, and his spouse um, wasn't, was supportive for a time. She wasn't mm. like supportive. Define supportive. Supportive. Monetary or like emotionally? Or Everything. Like, like, you know, the she emotional was now earning. Yeah, she was now earning way more. Okay. Um, but of course, you know, if you're a guy, but his lifestyle had to change. Mm. Um, so your lifestyle has to change. But then mm. men are not, in my experience, you're not allowed to fail and then stay down there, uh -huh. you know, you're, uh -huh. it's like you're now on a timer. Uh, yeah. Pick yourself up. Uh, like uh. as much as this person will tolerate you, it'll be like they're doing a favor for you, for them to uh. tolerate the fact that uh. you're going through a downward stroke in your life. Uh. I've not seen the same thing with women. Because uh. if, let's say women go through, if they're with a supportive man who's financially stable, if they go through the crash, the uh. guy won't sit there and start saying, but I'm always supporting this or that. Uh. You get what I mean? Because there's been those gendered roles that uh. have been, Mm. kind of inculcated into society mm. Mm. like for him it's like i'll support you as long as you can take 20 years down there i don't care just mm. figure your way out i'll mm. be there for you i'll be supportive for you because you're my wife mm. but for men i feel like for us the moment you fail miserably mm. or not miserably like you go through a lull in your business or in your life mm. um you're expected to pick yourself up quicker and there's and trust me there'll be a place where oh my god like if you begin to pass that time limit that's been set, mm. um, you will be branded as lazy or weak or mm. so mm. yeah. So men, we don't have that same luxury. And I've seen like divorces happen off of that. Like that was mm. one example. And this is what goes back to my thing about it's about the traits that have been put in society yeah. between the trait of um of uh having that long uh downtime, that em that emotional um time to get emotionally over something that's yeah. happened. Because some guys, if you're quote unquote, like you're a guy that, I don't want to use the word 
weak, but like mentally you can't get through those kind of tough times. Society doesn't reward you, right? Yeah. It doesn't reward you. So they're actually, again, they're not benef benefiting from this kind of environment that we've created. That means that if something goes wrong, we don't account for, I need to emotionally get over this. I need to get over this in this certain way because they're still living in the same environment as, as women are. So yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. It's I, think, I think it's not sometimes gender. It's just because it doesn't reward. It doesn't reward us. It doesn't us. reward yeah. you being sad for six months. Like mm. you can't because... The, the environment we're living in exactly yeah. and like it's, it's a reality so mm. when when we're talking about the whole wife earning more thing it's again dependent on the circumstances of mm. that whole thing it's a it's a case-by-case -case question mm. i think mm. so yeah so me well, personally i i i think one of mm. the guys i look up to is my dad mm. and my dad is in business um mm. and he told me because i was like how do you manage such a mm. driven mm. you know a relationship with such a driven and like capable person and he told me like isn't that the blessing of my life? Hmm. Come on now. Yeah. yeah Isn't yeah. that the blessing? The yeah. blessing is the fact that yeah. I'm able to do what I want to do. Hmm. Um, I'm able to enjoy kind of my goals and set them and my objectives. Yeah. And I'm able to stand by someone who I know is reliable. Exactly. So sometimes even that compromise of, hmm. um, not compromise, because it's not really a compromise. It's hmm. like I'm able, you're able to enjoy the hmm. relationship being given the fact that Someone might be earning more than you as a guy, mm. but bro, you're about your life, G. That's what sometimes I mean, that's yeah. what confidence is, mm. isn't mm. it? Mm. Confidence is you being con being able to live your life and to express it regardless of um, what's around you and what you know. Regardless, mm. like enjoy the circumstances, G. Mm. Like enjoy the fact that you have a wife that earns. It means you can mm. travel more mm. instead of focusing on the negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then the flip side, if you've got like maybe not married, right? But if you're a young guy, and this one, I think I said this in another episode. If you're a young guy, maybe the girl that you want um, is outside of your like environment, your circle. It seems like a bit of a reach because of maybe earnings, etc. Um, one thing my mentor said, I was like, oh my God, but girls are attracted to progression. progression. So even if they're there, if they're seeing progression consistently over time, that gap at some point is going to level yeah. out. So progression is... Is, is Listen, even me, I suffer sometimes, guys. Yeah, this, I suffer. Eli knows there's a page. Oh, <laughs> Lord. There's a sister. Oh. I usually see a page and I'm Goodness like, one gracious. day, one yeah. day, yeah. one day I'll, I'll see it. I'll be like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like your dad. What's up? Mm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Do you guys experience imposter syndrome? And if so, how do you feel about it? How do you deal with it? How I want to be able to be like, you know, yeah, that actually, I, I really don't. Imposter syndrome. Uh, you don't feel like sometimes. No. Because you earned it? Nah, I, I, I'm it. I, I'm it. Like, that's it. Oh my God. I had, a, had it, well, I think I told you this. I had it for like maybe 15 minutes before I had to go and talk somewhere. I've yeah. told this story before. Where I looked in the mirror and I had like a bit of a, like oh, my breathing, I was hot and I couldn't go in the room. Yeah. And I was like, no, I was just, what's wrong with you, man? Yeah. Like, and I literally told myself, and yeah. I, I said this before, I had to talk to myself and be like, you are you. Like, you are you. And yeah. after a few times, because that's already was deep down, like my self-assurances of confidence, I just tapped into that straight away. Yeah. So I haven't really felt I really haven't felt imposter syndrome. I've always been an outsider since I was the kid. Yeah, imposter syndrome. Ah, nah. For me, it's like, nah. I have this thing where I gas myself up mm. and then I do something mm. and then I get surprised by the result. Yeah. <laughs> Case in point, Miss Mandy. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh -huh. that, that whole, like, the cycle for, like, my cycle for success has always been look at something insurmountable, right? No, it is acknowledge that it is difficult, right? Acknowledge the difficulty within that specific target or objective. Then attack it 
mindlessly. Mm. Sometimes even attack it with or without a strategy. Mm. Develop a strategy as you continue. Mm. Understand the field and, you know, understand the field and develop a strategy as you continue. Mm. Then once the strategy is successful, execute. Mm. Now, the difference between mm. all that is first you look at a problem as mm. being insurmountable, mm. as being like, this is a difficult thing. Mm. And like the more you tackle it and the more you kind of develop ways to win, mm. the sooner you start winning. And when you win, and when you begin to experience success and you experience to begin to hit those objectives, oh. then you will be able to kind of look at the problem as dealt with. Oh. And when you're done, trust oh. me, once you've kind of, cause you're moving now with new information and a new understanding of life, man, oh. you're gonna see kind of yourself respect the fact that it is within your arsenal. Oh. Like it oh. is within your capability to achieve things. Oh. Oh. Um, so I don't really experience imposter syndrome. What I experience is surprise. Mm. Like Mantok is surprising to me. And I tell you all the time, like when we started it from a barber shop mm. to kind mm. of help one of our friends and yeah. for ourselves to kind of grow from, like I, now it's me and you and we're like 11 seasons in or 12 mm. seasons in. Mm. Um, it's shocking to us, isn't it? Mm. Like, yeah, yeah okay. it's yeah. shocking. And yeah. that's like, it's that hove line. Mm. If you, <laughs> mm-hmm. you the album yeah. was always gonna come yeah, out. Come on, it's not yeah. line, man. Yeah. Like, I, I, if we are surprised, I can imagine what it looks like to you. Mm. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. we are surprised. Like, yeah. we are shocked. Yeah. Just also, you mentioned just to clarify what he meant by Miss Mandy, because um, you just said Miss Mandy. Um, uh, context is important. Yeah. We went on the cooking show, and before that, we were like, "Oh, we don't know what to do, but we're just gonna blag it." Yeah, and then go with confidence and vim. Yeah, and it and it worked. So, and it worked. Yeah, and, yeah, it and the episode slapped. Yeah, and just in was, case it was taken out of context. Yeah. Another sure. question, because you asked. Um, oh to, yes, 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 um, yes, 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 yes. Um, how to invest in yourself as a twenty-something-year-old man? Uh, environment number one, like number one, invest in your environment. That's what I'd always say. Twenty-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 21 or 20 year old man. 20 old 20 man. 21 man. Yeah, I think environment is the best investment. Like invest environment in terms of friends, environment in terms of where you go individually as yourself because cycles happen very quickly without you realizing. Yeah. So what can happen is if in your 20s you invest all of your weekends in getting lit, right? Then you will be lit your then, whole life. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll find that you're not you're not progressing yeah. and the people that take the time to not do that I'm not saying not have fun like balance we've really talked about this last season like yes you need to strike a balance but invest in in ha- having times where you are giving yourself the best opportunity to grow, whether it's through people that you hang around with, whether it's through environments you go to, whether it's, when I say environments, I mean like gym. I mean going to uh, sit down at your computer and yeah. watch something on YouTube. Yeah. Like the time you spend on your environment is really important. And obviously that now bleeds into the people um, that you hang around with. I think a lot of the time, uh, when before you sort of get to know yourself, you accept uh, to be associated with anyone. Before you understand exactly what you stand for when you're young and 20, you don't mind anyone being your friend. Like, I'll hang out with you because, oh, um, we can have fun and do this. But after, when you start to identify like, okay, I don't like that that much. And that person is associated with that most of the time that I'm with them. You start to back away. And then when you start backing away from these people, you start to identify, okay, this is me. And I can say no to this. I can say yes to this. So I'd say investing in your environment. I'll just give them one answer. But investing in your environment, I think, is the most important thing, especially in the 20s. Because you're very susceptible to uh, 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 characters and you're very susceptible to information at that point. That's what I would say. Yeah. Um, okay, for me, I just thought about it, man. Um, investing my 20s. Something I wish... Um, good good examples, Eli, again. Mm. Um, I think the one thing I'd say, create a culture of productivity. I've said it enough and mm. I won't stop saying it. 
create a culture or a habit of productivity do things that make you productive when you're younger mm. because like when you're much older it'll really really serve you whether it's mm. through experience work mm. experience whether it's through academic work mm. um whether it's through kind of building a company or a brand mm. experience being productive right mm. um and and that's one thing that i really have to insist on because a lot of young men don't do things that enhance their productivity we are doing things that reduce it 100%. You get what I mean? 100%, so yeah. like go to a gym and commit to it, create a mm. routine that works, mm. stuff like that. Mm. Um have a job, get into a job, get that work experience, figure out why everyone's working, what what is a 9 to 5? Mm. What does mm. that even mean? Yeah. yeah. Um and see how like that's done. Mm. Second, if you're big on entrepreneurship and you want to understand business, I'd say in your 20s join a small company between your 20 in your early 20s and join a large company in your mid 20s. And the mm. reason I say that is because and it's very specific advice and and I know it's very specific because small companies allow you to dream. Mm. A mm. small company is going to teach you kind of you'll see a company go, "Oh my god, we're just two guys running a startup, da da da. This is where we want to go." Mm. And like when you join it from a young place, you'll be able to see two young people who are not too far away from you that can be like role models and mentors mm. who motivate themselves and hit their targets and hit their objectives mm. and you'll understand what it means to build something. 100%. Right? Yeah. Then towards your mid late 20s because your needs will be more you'll need more financial help. Um you might join now a mid-sized to large company and now you'll be able to see kind of what it means to have mm. a large system. Mm. Um and you'll understand the value of that large system because mm. you can tie that operational mm. excellence to mm. the mm. dream of yeah. the guys who you left Flex. who are younger yeah. and that's really been a benefit for me because mm. as much as that dynamic understanding that dynamic will really really help you because even when you're running your projects you'll be able to see the potential of those projects if there are things you enjoy to become something larger than even you mm. 100%, yeah 100%. so that's uh, my second piece of advice in, when it comes to investing in yourself three i think a little bit of spirituality doesn't hurt um mm. um whether whatever religion you subscribe to um create a relationship with with god <laughs> mm, yeah yeah facts yeah, yeah because yeah. at the end of the day some really unexplainable things happen um mm. in my 20s i feel like i had projected my life to be in a certain place mm. and um i've realized that god had a different plan mm. and i am where i need to be and you won't be able to make that relationship uh unless you're mm. connected to something 100%. and i feel like that's important mm. Yeah. Then the other one is about relationships. Don't treat temporary relationships like permanent ones and don't treat permanent ones like temporary ones. Yeah. Invest in your family, invest in your people. Yeah. Um invest in people who you can believe and trust in. Yeah. Yeah. Um because the consequences of not doing that are permanent. Yeah. Um and before you know what relationships die off and you can find yourself in a place where you can't even speak to certain people because yeah. that's where the relationship has gone. 100%. Yeah. That is solid. Solid advice. Solid, Solid advice. advice. Yeah, yeah. Um let's get to the next question. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Uh so in case you didn't hear it on the mic, uh we were asked by our lovely uh co-producer, uh what is our highlight of the season so far? Um okay. So, I'm going to have to offer context. Oscar's going to the UK. So this season for us <laughs> has all been shot <laughs> in two weeks right <laughs> the next that's just a trade thing we yeah, had to do it yeah. we had to do it but i think the highlight is always when you sit down before you start rolling and you say i hope we manage to deliver 
on all these episodes. So for me, it's never really a dis- defining moment. It's more like we've sat down, we've talked on the phone, like, okay, we need to do season 11 and 12. Now, after every moment, after we've sat down and we've said cut, that feeling of we've done. just made, that's done. It's like, it's another one in the chamber. So it's always like, it's consistent. Every time you shoot an episode, it's an amazing feeling. I don't know why, it's that feeling of, we spent an hour cutting and we know that during the past hour we've been speaking, that there's going to be someone that's extracted value. So it's a consistent moment for me. It's not like a big uh, moment because we shoot like maybe two or three episodes a day. So it's after, every time after we cut and I there's like 20 seconds afterwards and I'm like, yeah, that was good. There's some value yeah. there. And we've done something we love every every single time we roll. So yeah. Yeah, I think I'll second what he said. Mm. Um, the thing that about Mantok that's really interesting is that we keep getting better at having these conversations and keep getting better at thinking about social mm. issues on our feet. Mm. And the results often surprise us. Mm. Um, I remember just to think, one of the big moments was when Beryl sent us the edit for the first episode of season 11. <laughs> <laughs> and like one of the things we noticed is everyone's around us has gotten kind of better. Mm. Like mm. the hosts are better, the mm. production is better, mm. the environment is better. Mm. Um, and if you kind of think back to when we started mm. Mm. Um, with Horrible audio. Yeah, <laughs> um, the worst. Yeah. Uh, audio so horrible, we couldn't even start a podcast. Mm. And to now, where we are literally shooting stuff saying, hey, guys, thank you for this award. <sighs> da, da, da. Yeah. And singing in, mics. into mics and stuff. Like, it's those moments, right, yeah. that matter for us because, like, it really surprises us. And this goes back to that whole imposter syndrome thing. We looked at something that looked almost mm. insurmountable, mm. figured out a way to do it, and mm. we keep getting better. So we don't even know what next season is going to look like mm. yeah. or the other season. Um, yeah. Because yeah. when you're watching this, I'll probably be mm. in the UK mm. Mm. and like, I don't know what that looks like. What mm. does that mean for Mantok? It might be shooting in the UK when this goes out. So it's that kind yeah. of, yeah. Yeah, the, it's the, that kind the, of energy. Progression. Like the progression. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so. It's like we always say, like when, I think it's the guy that was, the one that used to coach Kobe that says on the, and it, it was such a validation. The one that used to coach Kobe was on the mm. Stephen mm. Bartlett thing. Mm. He says that the people that perform on the highest level only care about getting 0.01% better each time they do their task. Yeah, it is. Michael Phelps said the same thing. I don't care about getting world records. I care about getting a minus, like a, just a plus 0.015 or 0.05 that's super better gratifying, every yeah. single time. So that's why the moment for me is every time we do an episode, we've just got better. Yeah. We've just done another episode. So it's not, so yeah, that's the mindset. It's not big wins. It's like incremental, incremental. Tiny. Yeah. Yeah, wins yeah, incremental yeah. tiny wins. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, interesting. I think that's that's a wrap. In the time. Yeah, I think that's a wrap. No, uh, I have one last yeah, one. Yeah, one more. Uh-huh. What would you oh. want to tell your twenty-one-year-old self? I mean, twenty-one is a 21. very specific age. Twenty-one. I'm trying to remember exactly. Yeah, because I'd have an exact answer. Number one, cut your hair. Look <laughs> <laughs> on your fashion. Cut your hair. Cut yeah. your hair. Oh my god. Um, and number two is. This is quite a deep one for me, actually. Oof. Is please stop hurting the people that love you the most. Oh, that's what I'd say. That's... Yeah, stop hurting the people that love oh, you the most. Oh, that's deep. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'd say. Growing up to doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the four people in my in my family basically. Stop yeah. hurting the people that love you the most. Yeah. yeah. Right. When I was twenty one, was the last time I was in the UK, like. Oh, nice, nice. We talk about full circle. There we go. Yeah. And probably when you watch this, I'll be there studying, and I'll have met all these people, man. But. In this moment, it's like very, I'm very reflective of who I thought I'd be 
And so who you thought you were at 21 and who you will end up being at 28 are two different things. At 21, you just <coughs> discovered cloud, um, mm. cloud law, cloud regulation and like tech law. And it was very exciting. And you're like, oh my God, mm. I'm going to do this. Mm. Um, and I remember, man, and um, I remember there was a moment when I was at, when I went to Oxford and I just, you know, prayed in the chapel and I was like, Lord, find a way to bring me back to this place because I feel like there's a lot Mm. for me to do here and i met an interesting incredible people there mm. and seven years later i'm going to go back to that same place mm. and i'm not going to oxford god mm. lord, lord knows i wish i could mm. i tried mm. <laughs> um mm. but like the difference between who you are mm. and who you are has taken a very beautiful and unpredictable turn mm. and um learn to let God use you as an instrument. I think that's mm. the one thing I'd say to that 21-year-old person. Let mm. God be, let yourself be God's instrument. Because I feel like you re we resist a lot. We're very resistant to change, very resistant to our destiny, very resistant to what must happen for us to become the people we are today at a younger stage. Mm. Because we seem to have a concrete definition of who we are and where we are going. Mm. But you have no idea who you are. You have no mm. idea what your capabilities are and... I can't wait for that 21-year-olds to discover what their power really is. Mm, mm, mm. You know? That's a really beautiful answer. Yeah. I feel like mine was too succinct. So um, if you're going to give elaborate ones, that's, that's and you've made me think as well. Um, one of the things, like your moment where you said, this is what I want to do, right? And it's very mm. uh, blinkers. Like, this is it. Allowing yourself to evolve, right? So I think one of the things, even when I was, before I was 21, is... I always knew, like, inside that I need to do something different to people around me. I always knew, like, there's there's something, there was something that used to bug me that I need to do. And I realized that that thing was service. I realized that that thing that used to bug me that I don't really want to do, you know, I don't, I don't really care about going and learning maths accounts. Or I don't really care about going uh, and working corporate, even the business I'm doing. Yes, I'm doing the business, but... Perfect example, one of, the, one of the businesses I had was to do fashion, right? Like, back when I was, like, 17... And at one point, I didn't care that I was making profit on the product. I cared that I saw somebody wear it and feel good, right? And oh. the same, yeah, like it's the same thing with hair. Like the reason right now I'm so happy in my life is because everything I'm doing somehow is serving somebody else. So I think I'd say to, to the guy back there that's frustrated, he doesn't really know like why he feels that he has a different um, reason for doing, like just for being here, it sounds really deep, but like you have a different reason for being here is because... You're, the one thing that will settle you and make you feel like content regardless of money is some sort of service. So that's what I'd say. Double down on that. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. how you should an episode. There we go. Thank you for the question in the back. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good question. Yeah, uh, that was really, it kind of led us to the, yeah, this path. Yeah. Um, so guys, yeah, that was the q and I know this one has been slightly shorter than the last, um, but we really hope you enjoyed it. We love these episodes because they're, like we always say, every season, they're unpredictable. We don't really know where it's going to go. Uh, and sometimes we want to do quick fire questions, but some of your questions just take us to a certain place. So we hope you've enjoyed the responses. Um, next season, there'll be another Q&A. Who knows where we'll be for that. But uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Half as much as we enjoyed making it. Because we had a, a ball. Ball, ball, ball. Love that. Love like, that. share, subscribe. There we go. Cheers, guys. Cheers.